Today I really want to talk about um, context, um, especially when it comes to seeking advice. Now, that could be seeking advice in uh, the form of a book, um, it could be seeking advice in the form of a business coach, it could just be asking a friend, um, you know, reading articles, blog posts, watching YouTube videos, those kind of things. Um, I think what is a, of a big surprise to a lot of people when they ask me for uh, book recommendations or article recommendations, or if they, especially when people say to me, oh, I'm, I'm reading XYZ book at the moment, um, because I won't mention any names, because otherwise these kind of things just lead into unnecessarily trouble. But, you know, they will say I'm reading XYZ book or um, I'm listening to such and such podcast. I don't necessarily, I don't always show a lot of enthusiasm for that, um, which usually really surprises people. Um, and the reason for that is because context is really, really important. Um, you have to be able to understand the context of the context in which a certain piece of advice is being given. But also, you have to be able to be really aware of your own context as well. And, you know, do those contexts match? Um, you don't want a square in a whole situation. And I think a lot of the times, that's why a lot of us get into a lot of unnecessary, unnecessary um, grief, so to speak, or trouble, because we take from places where it doesn't really suit our context. And I'll give you a really good example um, from my own life. Um, when we first, when my dad and I first started out in business, this was the first business that didn't do too well. The very first one, it just kind of broke even. Um, my dad used to like going around to um, visit other people that had, had uh, computer shops as well. And we went to see this one uh, um, person, a friend of my dad's, and his nephew happened to be there. And, you know, I, was, I kind of struck up a conversation with him. And my dad was kind of listening at the same time, and you know we we was we were telling them how we were trying to increase our sales, and he just immediately launched into leaflets. You need to do leaflets, just distribute leaflets, and you'll do great. And um, he said, "Oh, you know, we did we distributed leaflets, and we've been doing perfectly fine." So that's what we did. I mean, we spent quite a lot of money um, distributing leaflets, and it did absolutely nothing for us. It hardly brought anybody in. Um, we spent a lot of money on it, um, and it didn't work. And I kept taking advice from other people, and it was, you know, so some people would say, um, get an ad out in the yellow pages, because this is pre-internet, don't forget. Um, and some people would say, oh, you just have to have a, you know, it was multiple things. Um, and I think a year later, my dad really figured it out himself anyway, which it actually turned out to be location um, at the time. I mean, retail, um, it, even now, I think a, a large part of it is um, location. Yeah, so... Um, and I kind of thought back to that example of, you know, this this guy that told us about the leaflets. And it wasn't until several years later that I realized um, that what had actually happened was um, there was, because they had their shop in, um, in, in uh, a town, downtown area. Um, it was kind of heart of the town. Um, and they just had a new supermarket that had opened up in the area at the time. So that naturally created an influx of... Um, people, uh, you know, around the clock, around kind of um, daytime hours, and people would, because the car park was free as well, so people would um, w uh, drive in, they would walk around the town for a short while, and then they would go and do their grocery shopping. So it created an increase in footfall um, in the area. That's why their business did well. It was just because there was a new supermarket that opened up in the area. But I didn't connect the dots on that until quite a few years later.
So, you know, in that instance, that advice of leaflets, and in, in many cases, leaflets can actually be really helpful. I live in a flat block at the moment, and uh, we get leaflets all the time for, like, uh, takeaways, you know, pizza, burgers and stuff, and we do take advantage of those, and it can really work. But it depends on the context. I mean, people in this flat block, people don't really go out that much at night. Um, they're not gonna, they don't really explore the area, so a leaflet's actually really helpful. But you've got to really be aware of the context. Um, and to give other examples, um, I saw a um, a chart that was released in uh, in a paper, um, I think this week or last week, which showed the the chart basically showed um, the gun crime um, in America and how purportedly it had been going down. Right. So basically, the the chart kind of went up in the in like two thousand and five, two thousand and six, and then by like twenty eighteen, it's kind of come down. But what they don't tell you. I mean, in the in the in the in that article, like you know, they just let the chart speak for itself, and so you, when you look at that chart, you assume that gun crime has gone down, um, because they don't want to play with the facts too much. But what they don't tell you is that the y-axis is actually at the top; um, it's been inverted. So where you see the chart going down, that actually means gun crime's actually gone up. So in 2018, in the U.S., gun crime's actually gone up. So the facts are the same, but the context has switched, right? Um, there was a story um, quite a long time ago. I don't remember which island it was. Um, I think it was like 10, 15 years ago. And there was a huge article about it, about how uh, tourism in the area, um, sorry, to crime re uh, as a result of tourism in the area had gone up by about a thousand percent. And um, as a result of that, there were new policies that were introduced on this island. I think the island was a country in itself. And so there was... Um, uh, new policies were introduced, people were more wary of tourists. Um, there was a whole host of stuff that had happened. Um, but when you actually get into the, when you actually explore it further and you get into the context of things, you realize actually this island had very, very few tourists. It was, a, it was quite a remote island. It hardly had any tourists at all. One guy had turned up um, and his crime was actually something to do with an umbrella or something. I don't remember what it was, uh, but it was it wasn't like a a crime like stealing kind of crime. It was just something that was um, against the law, but it wasn't like a, a big deal. It was some I can't remember exactly what it was. Something to do with an umbrella or something, um, or maybe it was a speeding fine. I can't remember, but it wasn't like majorly serious um, or some regulation on his car that, that he'd hired. And he'd really enjoyed the island. And then a few months later, he'd come back with all his family, like ten or eleven other people, and they'd committed all the same crime. And so obviously from one to ten, if ten people if one person's committing the crime and then ten people commit it, obviously your crime rate has gone up by a thousand percent. And the papers, because of sensationalism, they're reporting that tourist or tourism related crime's gone up. And just like really sacking out the whole country, the whole island. But this is why context is really important. Um where books are concerned, uh, entrepreneurship books, um, what you generally find is the publishers will always say to the entrepreneur that look, um, you know, they, a lot of entrepreneurs will actually say everything they need to say in around about 50 pages, a lot of the time. Uh, and what you'll find is the publisher will say to them, nobody's going to buy, nobody's going to pay 10 or $15 for a book that's only 50 pages. So pad it out to 150, 200 or 350 pages. In fact, the more content you've got, the better. So what you find is that they find a way of diluting that content or just waffling further. I've, I've read so many books just last year alone where the first two chapters have told me everything that I needed to know and then the next eight chapters are just repeating the same thing over and over and just giving me different examples and I'm like, I could have been done, I could have been done like th two weeks ago. I mean, some, you know, most people on average, I believe, take anywhere between two to four weeks reading a book. 
or completing a book. So if I could have completed that book within two chapters, I would have that book completed in a week and I could go on to the next book. So where I could read, you know, 30 or 40 books in a, a year, now I'm reading like 10 because I've got to read more of the book because I feel like I've bought this book so I have to finish it. But that's because the publisher is telling them to, to, to pad the book out. It's not because they have any, it's not because they, uh, they have more to give you. Um, the books that get to the top of the New York Times, um, they only get there because, um, because of the way the PR works. They, they buy that spot. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best book for you to read. Um, you see this in so many different places. A lot of uh, entrepreneurs that write books because they want to be able, be able to open doors for consultancy. They want to be able to get a step in. They don't really care about you, the audience, as much. Uh, they don't care some, that, that sincerity that they should have towards you isn't as much. Uh, you know, getting you to learn something from what they're writing as it is about just being able to impress on a CEO so they can get their foot through the door. So you've got to take all these things into consideration. You're, that is the context. So when you're taking this advice, um, you've got to take all that into consideration. And you've got to understand your own context as well. Um, and that takes uh, an element of self-awareness. Um, you know, if somebody says to you, um, you know, okay, right now Instagram is hot, so Instagram is where you should be marketing. You've got to really look at your product and decide, okay, but, you know, you've got to look at Instagram. Instagram really does very well when, where, where B2C is concerned, so business to consumer. So if your product is a business to consumer product, the chances of you doing really, really well uh, on Instagram are really good. But if you have a, a business to business product, like you're selling consultancy or consulting services or you're reaching out to other businesses, the chances of you doing as well on Instagram are, are, are more limited. Because it, it really suits the, the B2C uh, demographic. So, you know, you can take on a course. Uh, we're going to show you how to smash it in marketing. Somebody will say to you, you see an ad somewhere and they say, look, we've helped this business and this business and this business. And uh, they did this much in revenue. You can see all the facts and, and this thing clearly works. But it might not necessarily apply to you because you have a business to business product. This is why it's really important to be aware of your own context. Otherwise, you're going to get a square in a whole situation. And... Where coaches are concerned, and this is why I'm, I, I'm cautious where coaching is concerned, because I don't think coaching can go on forever. And you have to be really careful about who's coaching you. And, and it's very dangerous if you get into a situation where you're almost blindly following what your coach is saying. Because the coach is going to speak to you about your own uh, psyche and your own psychology. And if they tell you something that doesn't apply to your context, it can actually be very damaging. It can actually affect your psyche. Um, and you've got to be very careful about that. Um, and I find a lot of coaches that kind of give cookie 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 cutter cookie uh, start again cookie cutter answers to everything. Um, uh, it's very templated. They don't spend the time really trying to understand the context of the person that they're helping, and that can actually get very very damaging. So that's something that uh, to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, context is uh, really important, um, and this is why. You know, I will say that you could read a paragraph of something somewhere that could completely change your life um, or somebody could say something to you and you could spend a, a month reading a, a book and it might not have any impact on you. So, you know, sometimes the most conventional advice is the best advice. Sometimes it's not really good advice at all. So just keep that in mind when you're choosing your next, next book or um, you're, you're seeking some advice from somewhere. Try to understand your own context and try to understand the context of uh, in which they're uh, offering that advice to you as well. Whether it's a book or an article or a YouTube video, whatever, whatever you're seeking that knowledge or wisdom, just keep in mind the context. Assalamu alaikum.